Welcome to another edition of Father Time, the guide to all things dadding. I'm joined, as always, by my producer um, and partner, Mr. Andy Lerner. How are you? Hey, buddy. Any uh, any kids? Not that I know of. I envy you so much. (laughs) My guests today are a couple old friends of mine that I've known for a long time. They both have new babies. One's a few weeks and one is six months old, um, and I am laughing at them internally (laughs) because I know they think they've got it figured out, but they are so far behind the curve. It's not even funny. They are both Groundling Company members. You you would see them and go, oh, I know that guy. He was in that thing. Um, every show from uh, iCarly, where you did a bunch of them, to yes. NCIS, to yes. Desperate Housewives, to Do Broke Girls, to Franklin and Bash, to Modern Family, uh, to The Office, to uh, According to Jim. Uh, the list <laughs> is, you guys are like working actors in town. They work a lot. They do yeah. work. Uh, let me introduce them both, uh, Mr. Scott Beener and Mr. Jeremy Rowley. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having us. Thanks Should for we coming. talk about our union pension uh, benefits? And you're just going over the credits, and then the natural extension of that is to talk about the money side of it. Now, well, oh, it's funny. Right. Now, we, now that you have a baby, I think that. that's the first thing, because I never thought about that before. I used to just say, no, I don't feel like doing that. I'm good, because I lived in a rent-controlled apartment by the beach, right, and now right. I have kids, and they go, hey, you want to do this? show and you're like oh that sounds horrible how much does it pay yeah yeah Yeah, you know what i will do that i will yeah yeah. yeah. i used to worry about that before that's why i that's one of the reasons i thought oh i I can't have kids yet and then then you have the kids and you're like well what am i gonna do (laughs) (laughs) yeah well nothing left but to die that's pretty much how this (laughs) goes so you guys both have uh kind of new newborns i think they're still called yep mine's six months Mm -hmm. mine's seven weeks that's jeremy's is seven weeks yeah scott's is six months old with uh, another uh, eileen yep uh, your lovely wife yep yep she's doing uh she's on uh, segment of the sea monster on amazon i love how you guys all of a sudden they get podcasted did you feel it (laughs) we were all talking before like hey man how's it going and then they got in here and they were like hey guys we're not on we're not on npr This is an NPR. We're not. No one, trust we me, aren't. no one's ever going to hear this thing. We aren't okay. on NPR. No, this is literally oh. an excuse so my wife right. will go, oh, Jamie's doing something. <laughs> we're, we're actually not anywhere. We're, we're not even recording we're not this. Even this recording is this. just oh. four dudes this in a room. You're in a, you're in a reality show about people who are think they're doing a podcast yes! but realize they're not yes you're all on secret okay. hidden cameras all right. all right or i'm just gonna put it up to the guy you guys I, you know it's the old thing every time you say i have a newborn people go you must be tired you must yeah yeah uh, dick i guess yeah, yeah i'm tired yeah. i was tired before i'm just tired yeah, yeah. <laughs> kid didn't change that i've been right. tired right. Yeah. yeah yeah it's the truth okay thanks for coming guys <laughs> hey guys thanks, for, right. the, thanks for having Scott us Meter and Jeremy i'm gonna go lay down this was great this was great. Yeah, it was really, really good time. So, well, let's go back. Uh, let's talk about you guys growing up. Um, Scott, you, uh, where'd you grow up and how many siblings? Uh, I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, that so makes sense. Yeah. That, really, <laughs> that really hits home. Yeah. We moved there when I was like four, but I'm the oldest of seven kids. And uh, yeah. Where, from where? Chechnya? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that we, where you came we from? We shipped. Yeah. They just came yeah. over? Yeah. You're the oldest of seven. What's the spread of years? Uh... 12 years, over the course of 12 years. So we, when you were 12, the last one came along. Yeah, we got two at the same time at the end, yeah. we. So we, you'd yeah. already changed diapers and babysat, my guess is. Yeah, totally, you, yeah. yes, yeah. You were, the, you were like John Boy Walton. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even feel like, so, in fact, sometimes I will still sometimes accidentally call my son by, my, by the name of my two youngest brothers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It just seems like it was yesterday. That's you know? cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't know. He's not old enough to know yet, so I'm not. I don't know how that's going to affect the kids. They're 30 now, so it's pretty ridiculous. But Uh, Jeremy, where are you from, and how many kids? Originally, uh, like Southgate Downey area of Los Angeles. I was going to say you got real specific. Yeah, Los Angeles. And no. Oh, it's no. no, It's it's not. not. That's why you have to be specific. You have to be specific because it, it is not a nice area. And then you. And then we moved to the Inland Empire in Riverside when I was like 10. Which is a, a super not a nice area. No, that's crystal meth heaven. Yes. Yeah. So it's all, if you ever said LA, you would be wildly misleading people about this wonderful place that you grew up. So it's, it's LA adjacent, but none of the fun part. All the smog, all the crime, none of the culture, none of the employment. 
like terrible. How was terrible. how were your schools? Like Omaha, Omaha's beautiful. I've done shows there. It's cold in the winter, right? Yeah, but it's a beautiful city. Yeah. Warm. Everyone seems kind of nice. Great boring. T- yeah, little probably Great. boring. Well, it's a good town to grow up in. It's a good town to grow up in and think about going somewhere else. But actually, then also, I remember at a certain point coming back and be like, oh, the people that stayed here are kind of happy. You know, it's, they are happy. Yeah. I did a show up there and people, only one or two were like, eh, it's a little slow. And they all knew each other. It was a little incestuous mm-hmm. where they kind of, I did a gig up at, uh, at the university and all the people were so cool. At UNO kinda, or UNO? In Lincoln? In Lincoln. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah I yeah. landed in Omaha. Actually, okay. I watched my second child born from the airport in Omaha. Wow. That's where I had left for 24 hours for a gig, and it was a month before the baby was due. Oh, and I was boarding wow. the plane, and she's like, it's coming. Oh, wow. And so I watched. Did you not know the gender, or was that why she called it? Oh, no. It? She's not a girl. <laughs> But it, they, they it, all it I got busted for using I, the word it uh, once when my wife was pregnant, and then I never, and then it's stuck in my head. I did the same. Because somebody, <laughs> you call that baby an it? You can't do that unless you don't know the gender. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to pass that on to thanks, other thanks people. Thanks for being a dick. I really, no, it's, <laughs> it's really fun conversationally when somebody just pummels you for your, your use of pronouns. It's really it's magical. That's great. Um, anyway, you watched from the airport. I watched her be born from the airport. And people were like, get off your phone. I was in line getting on the plane. I'm oh like, my and I, I flipped the phone around and they could see basically the baby coming out of my wife. And then they were what? like, "Oh no, it's okay. You're you're no, you're okay." Jeez. Oh, am I? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they didn't know it was your neighbor's uh, little webcam that you YouTube were watching. Video yeah. I was watching a childbirth. <laughs> it was just but porn. That's it's good, weird. That's fetish wild. porn. That's a good trick to just pull up a YouTube video of a childbirth. Like, hey guys, can I cut the line? <laughs> that's, I gotta go. I gotta get right. on this plane. Right. <laughs> um, so how was how was growing up in Omaha? It sounds nice. And were your parents together the whole time and raising yeah. seven kids? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, uh, it was a good, uh, yeah, good arrangement. Good, good set of folks. You seem pretty, pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Not too badly damaged. Not too badly damaged. Yeah. Were you, uh, were you close with your father? Yeah, yeah. It, I, I got really lucky. My, my dad actually passed away when he was forty-nine. So I was sort of <laughs> you go, wait a minute. I got real lucky. Yeah, you don't want to start. I got a real lucky. My dad passed away when he was forty-nine. Well, I mean, was there money involved or something? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you so I didn't get that lucky. My father lived a long life. I got lucky. My dad was hit by a car. Yeah, I got real lucky. It didn't. It ended. It ended horribly. Yeah, I said that badly. Of of of, of the seven of us, my dad saw the most of your life. Shit of my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was yeah, it was great. It was uh, you know. How was, old were you when he passed? Twenty four. Okay, so you were up and out. Yeah, so I was up and out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's kind of. Yeah. But your your siblings must have gone now. They they were in high school with a, with a, yeah. no father, and they must yeah. have been they're damaged people. Yeah, no, they're no. really horribly. <laughs> they're great. Wow, we passed young. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it can be a bummer sometimes. That's yeah, yeah it's, it's a bummer. Like, I was twenty four. I didn't really. Yeah, I was over it. Well, I say it all the time now. When I was a, when I was single, I would, was afraid I was going to die alone. And now that I have kids, I'm just afraid I'm ever going to die. Like, I, how long do I have to stay alive? Yeah. To, I mean, were you counted on? Did you have to go back into the family trade and raise money for the? They put you to work in the mine. No, you know, I'll tell you, I got a, I got a sister who was in law school. My dad was a lawyer, and I got a sister who was in law school who even took some, took a semester off, I think, to like come back and like get that, get his firm squared away and do all that stuff. But I really got to, uh, yeah, you're, I was in New York at the time, and it was like, you're fine, Scott, just keep doing what you're doing. You're like, party on. What? Yeah, what are you going to accomplish? Yeah. Was it sudden? <laughs> was he sick? No, no, yeah, it was sudden. It was sudden. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was a heart thing. Yeah. He just dropped was, yeah. had a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Which is great for you, hereditary wise. It's going to be yeah, well. It's actually I don't have what he had, so that's so that's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. But, <laughs> you but, check uh, yeah. that out. Yeah. What was it like growing he, up? He doesn't have a heart. I think is what he's he trying to say. Right. He's, he's, right. He was the Tin Man. It's all an act. Um, Jeremy, how about you growing up in uh, Riverside? Well, I did not know Riverside. It's so funny because uh, Riverside, yeah. for those who don't know, is kind of a local joke. Oh yeah. Where people go, oh, what happened? Oh, it's going horribly. I have to go out to Riverside. Yeah. And you actually did do that. It's terrible. It's a terrible place to live. Um, <laughs> I got out of there as soon as I could. Um, How was school for you as a kid? Was it just miserable? Oh, yeah. Just picked on. You were the minority, I feel like. I made it worse on myself by looking like a member of the band The Cure walking around. And back were you a then, goth kid? Yeah. Shut and, up. And back then, no one looked like that. Because now you go to any school in America, and there's kids with green hair and piercings and stuff. But 
no one looked like that. So I made myself a target for constant abuse. You didn't have any one, two weird, weird friends. It was just literally you. All of my friends that looked like that were all dropouts or old enough to be out of high school. Mm -hmm. When I was in junior high, they were they were that old. So none of them were there to back me up at school. You know, I got friends. A protege. They're not here. Like they would come They're... pick me up after school and the, like. What are you a, doing hanging like out with older kids? And like an army jeep and like go do like do a wheelie and almost hit the crossing guard it was all i was like super cool but then when i was at school i was alone you know and so i stopped going uh nowadays you'd be flagged as a shooter <laughs> so, it, yeah, they go, somebody better watch that rowley kid it's he's wearing a tr- weird trench coats and he's all gothed out it's true really um except i was very charming and those guys don't tend to be charming right They're were you guys like, both good in school I I was I had the thing of like the the no. straight A's and then I decided like ah, I'm gonna see what it's like to just not do this and F's and then I was like oh, I actually don't want to be a loser and then I did straight A's again so I have like this so it was a choice weird, it was totally a choice it was a choice yeah so I, I was I was book idiot. smart and all that and I and then I decided not to for a year and a half I decided to tank and see what that was like and then I was like. And it was sort of a acting out to my mom, too, to get some attention. You just and, lived with your mom, right? Yeah. A single parent. And she was like, I still don't care. And I was like, all right, well, she's, that didn't work. So, And I don't want to end up like her. So <laughs> she was not. She was a terrible mother and my only to be outdone by an even worse father, So, who I never met. You never met your dad? Never met him. Was he? Did he just say, here, have a kid, and I'm out, I'm out of town? He had two. He had my brother and me. She had... My brother, when she's 17, had me when she was 18. He split when I was like maybe a year or less. And, Do you even uh, know where he is? or No. And one of those things where people go, you want to look him up? It's like, hell no. I don't want to know what that fucking guy is all about. Because my grandmother, all she <laughs> He's the she president knew, of the United States. Yes. All my, all my grandmother ever told me was that he was an alcoholic who used to hit my mom and then he got kicked out of the marines for being quote too crazy that's that's so, your, so that's so a your great grandma guy. liked him oh yeah were you are you close with your grandparents my grandparents passed away but they was it was very close they, they raised close. me they're the reason i'm alive right because my mom was in it way too deep too young and she's too was, young but she also never kicked in and was like oh now in my 30s i'm now ready to be a parent like she never figured it out so did know. were you living with your grandparents uh off and on and then my mom moved us to riverside to get away from my grandmother in this brutal move of like i'm tired of hearing what a bad parent i am from you so i'm gonna move these kids away from you and stop and cut off the only good parenting they have like <laughs> just so weird? i don't have to hear it anymore I mean, honestly, you know so and that story's not alone i mean the more people we talk to on this thing it's so crazy that era and i think it's still happening but we are kind of lucky that we uh, i would never think of doing that with my honestly i couldn't leave right. my children i would well, be flipped but, and that's you somebody that takes care of your kids but what if you were like dropping in every week or two to check on your your yeah. parents taking care of your kids, then tired of the guilt trip and saying, ah, I'm going to go throw my kids in a shitty house in Riverside and do the same sort of drop in every week and not take care of them, but but not let my mom and dad take care of them anymore just out of this. Your mom would disappear for days at a time? Yeah, like, well, she was a drug addict. She was all kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's like when we were really little – and we would be raised by my grandmother, she'd come take us to her house for two weeks at a time and she'd pop in and out. We'd be like, you know, we're like five, six years old and she'd come visit us once every 24 hours or something and there was no food and it was like Lord of the Flies. That's like, you know, the fights kids get into, but there's no adult there to mediate it. So I found out what it's like to have that just play out. (laughs) Like till you get too tired of beating on each other or like ultimately i guess one could end up dying which never happened but ultimately like we we had to kind of figure it out like you know there was a lot of me locking myself in the bathroom or tricking my brother outside and locking him outside the house (laughs) to to avoid death you know he's Um, he's older he's older than me what did he bully you as yeah but i mean come on when you're yeah an older brother and you got no parenting it's not his fault right are you guys close now, you and your brother? Not tight, no. no. I mean, he's a good guy. but He grew up in the same crazy world yeah, you did. But so. we didn't bond because of that. So he did the thing that a lot of kids start out doing, I think boys, where I was 
idolized him and then he was like get the fuck away from me like i don't want to hang out with you right but there was no parent there to go yeah you're gonna hang out with your brother so he pushed me away we didn't and because of that we just never got tight you know and so you we couldn't wait to get out of ways. the house yeah there was nothing there for me did you guys and, both know you wanted to be actors right out of the shoot or was it something that you kind of fell into yeah, uh, yeah, I did. I, I mean, as soon as I started seeing you know, Star Wars and Rocky and You're stuff like, oh, like that, I, I want to be on Solo. Yeah, I was in seventh grade and I did a speech tournament where I played uh, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Wait, turn- You're yeah. a dork. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars and a speech tournament. Andy. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I want to be in Star Wars, so I'll be Charlie. And he Brown. had to wait this long to be shamed for it. Jamie. That's right. Yeah, I'm guessing he was shamed long ago for it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's that's when I. That's when I was like, oh, I could do this. I could. You Were know. you theater guys in, in in high school? Junior high, high school is when I figured it out. And that, that's when I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do. And, you know, the uh, plays and stuff in in school. And then I was like, yeah. And then I never, never, never you know, questioned it. Yeah. yeah. Here's a good, fun story. So when I used to live with my grandmother when I was really little, we, uh, I was in Southgate. We'd always drive by the Firestone Tire Factory because uh, it was right by her house, and she would say, oh, this is where I made bombs during the war. Your grandfather was over World War II, and I would go and pitch in, and we would help, the women would help make bombs to send over to the boys. So I always remember that. And then uh, I'm shooting an episode a couple of years ago, Key and Peele, and the uh, the location's in Southgate, and we pull up to this factory, and I tell the guy signing me in this story, and I'm like, and it looked just like this. Fa- I mean, it's not this factory, clearly, but it looked like this. And I think it was on this street. And he goes, no, 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 this was the Firestone Tire Factory. And we, uh, you know, they just took the sign off and now they rent it for stuff. So I shot a sketch for Key and Peele in the same building where my grandmother made bombs for World War that's II. That's crazy. Wow. Isn't that that's fun? Awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, pretty cool. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was cool. And she was great, by the way. She's the reason I'm alive. Like, I, I think... Did they, she just pass recently? Or no, was it when I was in my twenties, like when I was in college, and um, she, uh, there, it's true. They say like really early you get the foundation or you don't. And so when I, I just had enough time with her, probably till I was eight, nine, to even when I'd get ripped away and hang out with my mom and not be taken care of, I still when I go back to there, I got structure, right. I got shown like, oh, this is how it should be, got loved, all that. Without that, yeah, who knows where I Well, you I went on to college up. too, so they must have read to you as a kid because obviously your mother wasn't doing it. It's, cra- it's hard for somebody who grew up in that atmosphere to then go on to college and, I mean, usually you fall well, into the trappings. I think I'm the first and only person in my family to ever go to college. Yeah. Um, and that was all me. And I really, I taught myself to read with comic books. The comic books did that. So my grandmother wasn't all about reading. She was just about, you know, hot meals, clean sheets, structure, discipline. Yeah. That like old school stuff that and and then from there I learned like okay, that's the right way. Everything my mom does do the opposite, you know. And and then I figured it out. But I got enough from my grandma. Were there ever guys? Was your did your mom bring home guys who were in oh, your life for a year or two? Just an, an endless an array of Riverside. <laughs> she 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 had that magnet for the biggest dick, biggest loser in town. She'd bring him home. And then she married the worst one. And he's the guy that had the idea, like, let's move to where I came from, Riverside, and take these kids away from this fucking horrible, your mom, you know? <laughs> so he was the biggest fucking dick. So you guys are pretty close to on Father's Day. You guys send him oh, cards and stuff? that fucking guy. They split up. One day I came home. Uh, there was cop cars everywhere. And... Uh, and my mom's sitting there bleeding on the curb and like, hey, what happened? And, uh, oh, he tried to kill me and he threw the table at me and all of a sudden. See, he did shit like that to us and she was like, hey, he's a good guy. And yeah, then when she did it to guy. him and then it's, she did it to her. <laughs> he did like, it to he's, her. He's, he's like, he's, he's out of here. And that's when they <laughs> broke up. So well, she was really yeah. protective of you. Yeah, right? Well, no, her. she had a routine. If, she'd, if he'd hit my brother, she'd be like, he's out of here. And then... Like, he, he'll never be back. And then three days later, he's sitting on the couch, and she's just, like, sheepish and quiet. Like, I hope you don't notice <laughs> that hey, that man is back. You know that dude's back. He's sitting right, right there. What, what right. man? What and man like, are you speaking of? She'd be like, you know, after he hit your brother, I hit him, and I, I broke his eardrum, and it really hurt. And, um, and she did. So she popped him back, but then it's like... Yeah, great, but great. You still don't let him back in the house, you know. So, um, but that was her whole thing. Is like, 
can you forget that I went back on my promise to kick him out because I because I, I broke his ear? She's lonely and it's like she's got two kids and she's living in Riverside. Well, and she some... only would have picked a worse one. If she would pick you know, like, all she ever did was go from worse to worse to worse. What What do you think drives that? With like, I have two daughters, and it's honestly like one of my biggest fears of like, what if they end up with the biggest piece of shit? I'm Some at, women are oh just attracted the same way guys yeah. a lot of times are attracted to the craziest girl. The, the mess. Room. The girl that's a the mess. hot mess where you're yeah. like, it's fun for seconds. And then all of a sudden you're like, how do people stay together? Like, that's crazy to me. Oh. Yeah. Let's jump ahead. So you guys jumped to, um, you went to, you, did you go to college for theater? Yeah. College for theater? Yes. Jeremy? Yes, I did. And then out and you said, that's it. I'm going to LA. Here we go. And I'm going to go, uh, where did the ground links come into play? I was here in LA for about... A year, just sort of bopping around, and then uh, you know, kept hearing about the Groundlings and and doing the typical thing where you move to LA, but you don't, right. you're not getting out of the house enough, you're not meeting people enough, and then I just you know took a class, took a class, and was like, oh wow, great, this I got sixteen it. new friends. Were um, you a big improv guy at the time? Nope. I mean, I was, I liked, I liked comedy in general, yeah. and I was, and I was one of those people that sort of in you know in a given acting class, I was sort of stronger at comedy. Uh, than drama, but I hadn't done. That was me too. I would yeah. try to do a dramatic scene, and people would start laughing, and I'd be like, "But I was being serious." And they're like, "You're funny." Right. Oh man, he's yeah. still being funny. Yeah, yeah. I had an audition one time for Bones or something, and uh, I finished, and I, I think I got killed at the end. And the dude started laughing like uproariously, like it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. And and I'm so stupid. I was like, I crushed it. Like I thought he laughed. I thought I got what I wanted. And then I didn't get the part. <laughs> I crushed them. <laughs> By the way, for those of you hey, who don't know, crusher. real quick, the history of the Groundlings. Um, some some people were probably listening and going, what is this Groundlings? And Groundlings is a theater company here in Los Angeles. It is world-renowned, and it is a breeding ground for stars galore. Most, late, uh, most recently, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, that whole crew. But it also goes back to Will Ferrell and even back to the early days. It's like SNL breeding ground. Yeah, yeah. Phil Lorraine Hartman. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Hartman, Hartman was the best. Uh, Pee Wee Herman. Pee-wee, everybody. Did you go there for acting or to learn how to write? Uh, I guess I went there for improv. Improv. When you the early levels of the classes. Are right. Called. But did you go in the idea of being a performer, or because there's a lot of people who sign up there to be writers? Uh, Conan O'Brien. Well, Sunday come. Uh, at the Groundlings, everyone you you're so, all the writing is geared towards writing for yourself. Got it. Um, so I guess uh, yeah, both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. Yeah, notice. but for, I know what you're saying because I. I did not know what the Groundlings was, and I was I was looking for an acting class. I had a college professor who was like, "Oh, you gotta go to the Groundlings. They do improv." I was like, "Where oh, were you at college?" Cal State San Bernardino. Okay, and I was like, "Oh, is that an acting class?" And they go, "Well, it's improv." And I go, "Does that help acting?" Because I didn't, I'd never. You never heard of it back in the day, and nowadays no, it's yeah, so funny then, because yeah. now like four year old kids are like, yeah. "I'm doing some improv today," right. yeah. but that was not it. No. back in our in the never 90s. heard of it back no, then. No. And you were like, "Wait, I just have to make up lines." Well, and I went in a little bit with an attitude of like, well, if this doesn't help my acting, I'm going to bail. Yeah. And, or if I think it's just too goofy or something, you know. And I ended up loving it. And then I got to the writing level, and which was all news to me. There was a writing level. I wasn't paying attention in the beginning. And then I was like, hmm, I don't really necessarily want to write. So I'll try this. And if I hate it, I'll bounce. Just kind of like I did with the first level of improv. If I hate it, I'll bounce. And then I end up really liking it. And so there were a lot of discoveries yeah. for me in the place. And I, I didn't know a lot about it and have it all mapped out. I just sort of like popped in and, and then stayed for 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> and you both, you met, you met your wife there. I did. Yeah. I mean, did you me meet, too. Yeah. You met yeah, both. Yeah. Met, it's, it's like, yeah, we it's, wouldn't it's, have it's a dating service. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's a dating service <laughs> at that point. Well, let's jump to having kids then. So you, I mean, because obviously you guys are, you're, you're groundlings. You, you still, you're retired. Yes, I am. But you guys have been groundlings forever and you, mm-hmm. you still, are you doing a current show? No, but I'm going to do one soon. You are. Are you getting itchy? Isn't it funny? Are you missing it? Uh, not at all. Not at all. Well, two reasons. One is I did enough of the sketch shows for, uh, to, to get this out of my system. Yeah. I did so many years of sketch shows that I'd never need to go buy wigs and build props yeah, ever does. again. It gets old. Uh, and then I do get to do improv shows there still, even right. when you're an alumni. So I still get a taste of it. So it's perfect. I, there's nothing I need out of that place that I'm not getting. Those Friday, sh- yeah. Saturday shows are overwhelming. It's a, it's a full-time a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of work, yeah. yeah. 
and you 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 know when you're done with it like you you feel it like when you go to start writing and jump into that grind you're either like oh this is exciting and i can't wait to get back into this or you go like oh i don't as soon as you feel yourself go i really don't want to do this you go oh it's time to go yeah. you know yeah and i i hit that point and it was took a long time but, but it's such a showcase place too and once you get to the main company i mean that must it takes years to get into the main company and once you're in the main company you know a lot of people come and it's almost like you've been knighted in a way and people go oh he's great he'll be good and it's i mean it's anytime you go see a weekend show there it's all working actors who are just crushing yeah. it up there and all of a sudden you get to this comfortable place where you're you're working steadily but back in my day when i started that wasn't the case there were some big stars came out of there but it was full of uh the main company was full of people who did not work uh so i've watched that change r- change yeah and yeah. it's funny you talk to old timers like uh, mike mcdonald who's now the uh show he was on man tv is the showrunner of nobody's with Melissa mccarthy's mm-hmm. show um and he's like yeah, it's so funny like none of us none of us like had agents or were working and now even people get to the sunday company they get they get snatched up no they're already repped and they're already working working and like people got to the main company back in my day and i was like oh then maybe this will help me get my career going yeah you know and it did i think it did at that point i I think it did coming out but yeah the place is you know it's a couple things it takes longer to get through it now um but i don't know people are more savvy and they got their shit figured out and so yeah by the time they get sunday company they're already people are definitely showing up ready to go it's it's more of a business for everybody i think you know because back then you did it because it was an acting class it wasn't because it was a career path not at all Yeah. yeah yeah so you i mean you both married actresses yep i mean are you are you crazy a li- I mean, a little. I know you are, Jeremy. We heard you, but you come from a normal background, and you would think that you would know better than to marry an actress. Yeah, you just uh, yeah. you date them. Don't get me wrong. You date them. You marry them and have children. All of a sudden, you you both have babies, and you have uh, two working actor parents. S- Scott's wife, who I know and love, Eileen, works uh, all the time. She was when I was taught. At the Groundlings, I taught improv classes in the early 2000s. Uh, Eileen was one of my students, one of my favorite students, top two of all time. Oh, wow. she's hey, that's the guy's amazing. wife, man. What are you talking? Hey, back up a little. Oh, bit. I shouldn't. I shouldn't, I shouldn't wife. say she's great at improv. By in your class, what exactly are you saying? Yeah, private um, tutoring. Yeah. But now here is where it's going to get funny. Uh, she's very strong, and she likes to. Whenever I say she likes to pick me up. She like because I'm she's taller than me and she'll she'll be like oh come here little and she treats me like a baby and picks me up. Now that's before she, <laughs> she had her own. She, that's before she had her own little baby. If she can can she pick you up? No, oh, I was I gonna say because you're would... you're bigger than me. No, you're you're too yeah. big. You're too. She no, but that's me. like her joke for me is like oh come here little Jeremy and she'll pick me up like a baby, and it's very funny. <laughs> I've never seen her. We'll show a clip. We'll get a clip. It's of that. very funny. Um, so I love Scott's wife. So you married actresses and you yes. have and you have babies. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. How did, was were, were you both like? Oh, was it planned? Yes. Yeah, it was planned. And uh, were you told? Usually, planning for a woman is, uh, "Hey, we're having a kid. Get in here." Uh, no, it was. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, you know, it was just like you know, let's get started doing this. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't you know, gun to your head. You know. Was there research involved? Yeah, you well, had we, to, we knew. All you know the how science. it's done. Yeah, right. we, yeah, we 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 knew all the. Did you, were you totally ready? Was I totally ready? Uh, yeah, I mean, because I, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. one of those people that I, I would think about being a dad for a long time, and I always just, you know, it was the acting thing that was like, well, I'll do that. I'll have be a kid when I'm, when I have a, a steady income, like a dentist or a lawyer. Would. That's what happened to me. I went through a phase where I just people would be like, women would be like, hey, we should settle down. I'm like, I'm, I'm bartending at nights. How is this? How, yeah. What are you talking about? Right, right. And then it wasn't until like season three of a show that I was on. Where I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. Yeah. And by what? that time, I was late 40s. Right, right. Yeah. And I was like, well, listen, I don't know if this is it. Yeah. It was like D Day. I got to yeah. get this over with. And yeah, get out. I never. And now I wish I'd have gone. Because the thing is, we all sit there and we wait for this comfortable moment in our life to go. All right, everything's in place. Right, we're fiscally here. Let's have a kid, but it's not. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, and I had I had people tell me you're never gonna get to that. I mean, guys that had. I mean, kids. Jeremy's mother. He's you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> she really <laughs> waited till she was ready. You know, she could have done 17, it at 13 or 14, <laughs> 13, you know. 14, but she planned ahead. And 17, yeah. she said, you yeah. know what, let's she start. Let's I want, fire When it I'm up. fiscally responsible at 17, Well, that was my I'll parents. My father was 22 and my mother was like 19. 
and they didn't have a pot to piss in, and they raised six kids, and we all came out okay. But we sit here in this weird world where we like, I had to be had to have everything in order before I could have kids, and now I look back and I was like, Ugh, I should have. Could have, would have. It would have been fine. Yeah, it I mean, doesn't I, bother yeah, anybody. I don't look back and feel like, oh, I should have done this sooner. But um, but I'm glad I didn't wait longer than I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because it's fun. And, and and it's so it's so true what they say. You're you're never ready, so just, just start now. What's been the biggest surprise that you guys have noticed uh, since you have a kid that you didn't expect? Because everyone, I'm sure everyone was like, you're having a kid. Okay, let me prep you. Yeah. Here's the breakdown. You're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just let me go through this. There's, there's, there's nothing can prepare you for it. Yeah. No. I what agree. was what was really surprising to you about having well, a kid? Well, actually, what you just said, like, it really is because I have I have a younger brother who's got two kids, and he would complain to me when his kids arrived at at just that how he can't seem to go to a party without people. Oh, you're having a kid. Oh, you don't get it yet, but you will. I'm, you know, I know Be- something you because don't they know. have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're beaten souls. Yeah. And so by the time we're there, we're like, oh, dude, oh. it's like Vietnam and the other guy just showed up and you're like, hey, welcome to the suck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, because it's fine. It's just, it's, you know. But your kids aren't walking yet. That's what's real. I wanted you oh, both on because yeah. you, it's that's so funny. Gonna change. We do go, we do go. The first year of life, I was like, oh, this is the easiest thing ever because the kids aren't up and running. And all of a sudden it starts to, it gets better, but it also gets crazier. Yeah, I, I, I definitely in a false sense of calmness because my kid is uh, not crawling, but he's just discovered rolling. Sure. So he can roll across did the he, room. Did he fall off the bed yet? No, we're we've we got a really high bed, so we're oh really we do too. And Hannah went right off. It. Really? Oh, uh, it was the first time she rolled. I turned my back and I just heard thump, <gasps> and I was like, and I didn't tell my wife for a while. Uh. <laughs> she came home and she was like, "What's that nugget on Hannah's head?" And I was like, "I don't know. Maybe she banged it on. I don't know." Oh I yeah. Dropped her. I dropped her off the kill. So when she doesn't get into college, it's gonna be like, "It's your fault." <laughs> I fucked that kid up. What about you, Jeremy? Uh, big surprise. Um, you know. Okay, I I need sleep, right? I I need it. <laughs> I love, I and love I that. You said everything. Like you yeah, like sleep. I do. And so I think the biggest surprise for me was uh you know, I volunteered to be like we're lucky cuz we got she does breastfeeding but he also does the bottle with the breast milk so he does both. Some kids won't take it, you know. Um so he does both. And then I'll do the last bottle at night mm-hmm. to send my wife to bed so she gets to bed oh, earlier than me. I, I put the kid down. Then she has to do one feeding in the middle of the night. Then when he wakes up around like four or five, I get up, take him out in the living room, let her sleep in late. So she sort of gets to bed earlier, sleeps later with the interruption in the middle. Yeah. But I like, you know, go to bed late, get up early. And I'll tell you that that getting up at four AM hurts so bad. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts. Physically. It physically hurts. Absolutely. But here's the surprise part that I wouldn't have known this. I look at him every time he makes me smile and it just, the tired goes away. And I, I, I think every time I think, all right, I'm going to get him settled down and then I'm going to go back to sleep. And then I don't and I'm fine. I'm okay being up because I love it and I love him. And so it's, it, it is a surprise to, because I would have thought it would go, um, this hurts and this sucks and I'm a little cranky about it and I'm going to stay cranky about it. I'm not going to hate the kid, but mm. I'm going to stay cranky. But I, he makes me not cranky anymore yeah. every morning and it's amazing to me. So yeah, wait until you cool. fly with them. Then you'll then you'll go, I hate this child oof, so much. Um, did you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're right that the harder part comes when they're mobile and we haven't uh, yeah. experienced that yet. So. Do you, um, have you guys had fights? My wife and I... Uh, I honestly thought we weren't going to make it. Like we had dragged down because we're both exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, you're like, you take it, you take it. I can't. I got something to do. I'm working. It's, I can't. Did that happen on the first one? Because you got two, and I it's can't imagine two. I can't now imagine we're coming two. Out of it. Okay. And she's also, you know, she just her body just broke open and oh. let a human being out. Hormonally, she's crazy. She's yeah. breastfeeding. We had to have a lactation specialist right, because right. the baby wasn't latching on. Yeah. I remember when I used to find breasts sexually attractive. Now they're just little refrigerators. There's nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember the first year or two, we had some crazy brawls of like, and we're two redheads screaming. You guys don't scream it? You haven't yeah. had oh, fights? Oh, sure. No, yeah, we do. But I, I, for me, I found it's the kind of thing where she'll go to, she's in this uh, mommy and me group. My mother. She'll, she'll <laughs> My wife was in the same. Yeah. yeah. I'm in a mommy and me. 
But she, but it's great because she'll she'll come home and be like, oh, I heard, you know, I I heard from these women that. Uh, you know that, that that it's it's very common to oh, that to, all husbands hate, are dicks. Yeah, to, 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 to hate your husband. So I felt so much better, and then I was like, oh, all right, all right, all right. Oh, great! I didn't I didn't know it was that cool. bad. No, no, I hate. If it's, cool. if it's great, then great. Oh, she doesn't. Oh, my wife. I mean, we would have drag downs where she'd go. My father begged me not to marry you. Oh, it have huge. Oh, wow, wow. Like going at it. Wow. Where I'd be like, don't say things you can't take back, and then she would say something even worse, and I'd be oh. like, wait, that's. Horrible! You're lucky I'm an actor and wow. I have no emotions, left. and you physically, <laughs> mentally can't hurt me. Wow! Because she, we would say things that were so. But I just, I, I chalked it up to the fact that she was going through crazy, and her body, right. you know, they gain weight, and she was uncomfortable with what she looked like, and she's trying to breastfeed this kid, and she's exhausted. And then I'm, you know, off doing things. Yeah, like I'm going golfing, and she's like, "No, you're not going." Right? Golfing. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty bad in that, like. Because I was raised one of seven, and my mom was one of those people. I guess probably like your parents were like, they grew up in a they grew up in a big family, and then as soon as they were twenty something, they started their own family. So they've never they've never not been in a house full of babies. So that's true. So yeah. so to them and to me, babies are durable and not that big a deal. And whereas to my my wife's the youngest of five, so to her, a new baby is. Uh, a fragile thing that could yeah. so easily get fucked up and be all your fault. She would send me links. Wow. Yeah. She'd be scouring the web and she'll find the one time that a child in New Jersey <laughs> ate a toy soldier and choked to death, but they didn't figure yeah. it out for four days or yeah. something. And she'll send me, I would just get newspaper clippings <laughs> in yeah. my email box. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, secondary drowning, it's a possibility. Yeah. And you're like, I get it. I yeah. got one kid got hit by a train. I got it. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm slowly turning into her though. I can. I think because I had no choice because... She wasn't gonna suddenly. She, she wasn't gonna come around to my way of thinking and <laughs> be like, suddenly ah, agree it's all fine. Babies yeah. are durable. Yeah, right, right. So now I'm the kind. Yeah, if I hear some NPR more. story about oh. a baby, I would tell my wife uh, that yeah. I go. We kids have survived for a very long time with no help. But then you know, there you go. Yeah. And then I'm the first one. She's got a fever. We got to go to the doctor. Right, right. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the first one. I'm yeah. like, I go, but I don't knee jerk on stuff where I go. I can recognize their cries now. Like there's a cry and my wife sprints across, like flipping the table, sprints. And I go, that's a frustrated cry. She right, can't get right. her shirt on, her head. And then she'll run in the room and she goes, oh, she couldn't get her shirt on. I go, I got it. But I can, you can tell when there's a pain cry. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody's hurt. You hear thump. And then like we had... Claire fell off the high chair. She climbed out of the high chair onto the hardwood floor like, oh my God. F- like four feet. And I'm like, oh, that's the end of that one. We're going to have to have another one. <laughs> By that's- the way, your children, okay. with the- I'm sure she's fine. He wouldn't be telling the story. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's on the uh, fence. Oh, I- wait. I, honestly, she too can't understand a word she's so saying. So now is this the one that's not going to college or they're both not honestly, going to college I, now? At this point, I don't know. I don't know. Is the knot, same one with the knot or no? They both the have bed. No, it was the other one. So now no, they both, both have, not they have matching knots. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm sure someone has told you, I can't be the first one to tell you this, when you watch your adorable videos of them going wild, that they look like, you watch Game of Thrones, like your daughters are wildlings. They are. They are wildlings. I never, no, you're yeah. the first one to they're say that. You know what? Yeah. When Game of Thrones comes, I'm going to cut them into right? a scene as the wildlings. Yeah. Well, they're the, they're the redheads, the Scots. Right? right See? Right. So it, they're literally the wildlings, and, and they're she's, adorable she's, and I mean, fantastic. Oh, she's three and a half, and she is a wrecking ball. And everything she says, I'm going to be fine. Bonk. Oh, I'm not going to her bonk. Oh. Every, every sentence ends. It starts oh. with, I'm going to make it. And it ends with her not making turning it. into a door <laughs> and just smashing her face. Where I'm like, Hannah, oh, she can't sit still. It's oh. fucking crazy. <laughs> so I'm newer than you guys. You're six weeks yeah. in? Seven. Seven weeks. So I don't have as, you know, I can't. That's why I brought two of you. You yeah. honestly don't have enough information. I don't. Yet. I don't. And I will, and I will say this. Uh, some things that have shaped my experience so far that when I was in my 20s, I was like, oh, I'm never having kids. And then I came around on my own. We had talked about it at auditions back in the yeah, day. We were yeah. like, look at those idiots. Because we, we yeah, would see yeah, people yeah, with yeah, kids yeah. and we'd go, yeah. dig bat. Nope. Yeah. Pete Garden, all these guys who had their kids with them at the auditions. Uh, and yeah. we'd be like, ha ha. Uh, so then I came around, oh no, I want to have kids. And I met the right person to have kids with. So then I'm ready and I want to. So that helps. And then, uh, and then 
I'm at a time, I'm very lucky in that I have a job on a cartoon that's, you know, one day a week, like three hours. So I've got... In the steady s- paycheck, it's called. It's called steady paycheck, yeah. which, by the way, nothing pays well anymore. So don't get that in your steady. head. But it's steady. Yeah. Um, so I get to just be there without the stress of like, oh, I'm not working. And, I, and then, so I can't imagine the fights we would have if we were both trying to... You know, if I'm doing a full-time job, I'm never there. She'd be resentful. Um, I remember as a kid when my father you know got I mean? laid off from the, from a car dealership, and he was out of work for like nine months to a year. Yeah, or if and I it didn't, didn't... It never yeah. phased me. I was like, oh, he's... At, and, but I remember them having like somber conversations because they're reaching a point of like, especially in L.A. where the cost of living is yeah. stupid. And, you know, there's a strike looming all of a sudden. Everyone's kind of like pulling yeah, and yeah. batting down the hatches. And I, yeah. you don't think about it as a kid when your parents go through it, but all of our parents kind of went through stuff like that. And now we're at a point where it's like, eh, it's terrifying. Yeah. And you know, and I'm saving money because, like you said, strike and all this stuff. Yeah. But I just think that we've had the perfect storm in this first seven weeks of like, you know, no knockdown drag out fights because I'm very available in a lot of ways. Uh, that some are not your choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't have the pressure of like, oh, we're not going to be able to pay the rent right now. And I'm just able to be there 100%. Right. And, and that helps. Um, it does help. And if I could go back and change anything, I think the first few months I I was, for lack of a better word, kind of dickish about it. It's, Everything's fine. It's all good. Uh, and I would still go out and kind of maintain uh, my normal life. And she was losing her mind. And uh, I was like, it's you. You're crazy. <laughs> You're you're here with the kids. Why do we both have to be here? But the truth is, you're right. And I had, a, if I could go back in time, I would be way more supportive and be there as opposed to off, kind of trying to do things or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think every time I go out, it's like a, you know, it's like I get an invitation to do a show or whatever, and it's like, hey, do you can I go do this? Do you want me to go? You know, I, of course I'll tell her if it's an important thing for me, but I'm very choosy about that, and so then you I, ask her. Yeah, so 90% of them I go, hey, what do you think? Because I know she's tied there, and so I'm not going to just do whatever I want to do. I'm going to include her in that. And then uh, now that she's healing, she just had her like six-week doctor said she's good to do whatever. So this last week we got her out. And and now that's changed everything. Were both births you know. uh, natural or were they C sections? Natural, natural. Uh, C section, C section. Yeah. yeah, which is much harder recovery time. It's a it's a surgery. Yeah. Did you watch it? Did you guys yeah. watch the births? Yeah. 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 That was the first time I'd seen a human born. Me Isn't too. That crazy. Me yeah. too. Me too. I've seen giraffes, whales. Oh. I've seen every animal on earth be born. And then the, when I saw my kids, I was like, Oh, that's how it happened. It's the craziest thing, isn't it? So then we're I'm, so prudish about it. Yeah, I'm holding her leg, and then and the nurse uh, goes, "Dad, check it out," and has me look down there, and I look, and I see this something. I don't know what it is, and then I, and then she's like, "Huh?" And then I, I look at her, knowing like, "Yeah, right." And then I look away, like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, <laughs> what is because it? Uh, it was like this black, um, like like uh, furry thing, and I was like. Does the placenta come out first, or what the fuck? That's not a baby. Like, and I was trying to figure it out, and then, but I just played along, and then in my head, after like thirty seconds, what felt like an hour, I was like, "Wait a minute, maybe that is his head, and he's got a shitload of hair, and but it's all goopy, and that's what it was. He it had was. he had a ton of black hair, yeah. and it was all gooped up, and that was the crown of his head. But I was I was looking for a bald baby head, you know, and so it looked nothing like what I, I literally didn't know what that was. And then I saw the red hair oh, peek yeah, out it's red, immediately yeah. on wow. her giant skull, oh. my daughter's head. She was all head. She, her body was like in the 20th percentile and her head was in the 120th percentile. Like she's a, wow. she's a fucking bobblehead. My, when I was little, the school did the worst thing you can do to kids. I don't know why, but they, they lined us up against the wall. They shined a light on the wall and they traced our head and they sent home the outline. <laughs> my head, it was three times as big as my brother, who's a year older. So we had never noticed as children that I had this fucking melon, right? <laughs> so then the school points it out by sending this thing home. And then from there on, I'm just like, ah, you got a big head, you got a big head. And then I think I eventually grew into it a little bit. But when I was a kid, I had bobblehead. But no one ever figured it out until that fucking school. That's like, check this out, guys. Something to make fun of each other about. <laughs> That's funny. What, Scott, what was it like when you first saw the baby come out? It was 
amazing. It was, I had, I had heard some stories from other guys that like how scary it is to see, to see that happen. Like the, the, you know, the don't look over the curtain thing. And then, but then the doctor said, you know, do you want to see your kid be born? And I, it was with a C-section. Yeah. So you saw, don't they take all the organs yeah. out? And... That's what I was, a, that was, a, that's what I had been told. Like I had been told these stories, like, yeah, I looked down and there was a pile of organs and Ooh. my wife laying next to it. So, but it wasn't like that. Or maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know if they, they, I don't know what they did, but it wasn't like the star Wars bar scene. Uh, was it with the, is that the with crazy characters right. with the giant faces and <laughs> right. things? Right, with aliens. But it was like, so, I, so I looked down in there and there, and like the baby is, uh, I remember thinking that the like the baby and whatever else I'm looking at, they're all sort of the same color, and then they bring blood. Yeah, they bring, well <laughs> more like a, I don't know, just not a sort of you know organs like organ colored, and then they <laughs> and then they bring him out, and then once he starts moving, Boy, guys, for writers, you guys comes... really lacking in the word department. <laughs> you know what? I think organ colored is. Is a fantastic I description. I kind of like because I think we all get it. You yeah, go, oh, it's colored see? like organs. Yeah, see? Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't pick the best word someone else has used before. No, that's true. He picked the, be- the new description. That'll be that's a new even crayon better. Color. Organ, than red, <laughs> blue. Organ. You go yeah, look right. in Webster's a couple of years from now. That's organ, what it's going to say. Yeah, it's Crayola's new, <laughs> like burnt <laughs> sienna how, and then organ. How did your wife? Like my wife put the mirror down there. She goes, "I want a mirror." Oh, really? She watched the baby come out of herself. Ooh. Oh my! Uh, Which I can't even look at my own. Was she? Uh, was she on drugs? I mean, she you have an epidural. She did or? do an epidural. Did you? Did, so well, you, you don't. You don't put a mirror uh, like down every time you go to the bathroom. I you do. don't put a mirror down there. I have a mirror mirror in the Jamie. <laughs> I like to. I like to watch it. Uh, <laughs> so let's I'll videotape it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like see how everything's progressing. Uh, and honestly, okay. coming out pretty good. <laughs> it's it's that you post all that on YouTube that really bothers That's me. That's the disturbing. But honestly, yeah. for a fetish site, that thing's blowing up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of subscribers. You got to make a dollar somehow. Yeah, dollar. <laughs> uh, so epidurals, was that it? Yeah, did you? My so, wife was begging to get it. Like She was like, can you come out to the car and put it in? Like, does that, is, that, is there a drive-through where before I get to the hospital, there's a way to install it? That's what she wanted. Right. That's great. You know, I, um, sometimes just on a Friday night, I'll, yeah. I would love one. Sit yeah. up by the yeah. fire pit, have an epidural, she, and watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> and and literally, like, we came in, like, they have the room they put you in where they're like, we're going to determine if you're really in labor. In that room, the second. Oh, I'm in labor! Yeah. The, oh, in, that's what was my wife. Oh, I'm in labor! Yeah. The second nurse walked in and was like, So let's check her out. And the other first nurse goes, No, she's in labor because she'd been just screaming at the top of her lungs. And um, she's like, Give it to me now. I'm ready. And they're like, Well, first you have to do the paperwork. I thought we pre checked it, you know, TSA <laughs> pre check or whatever. And they're like, No, there's this other stuff you have to do when you get here. And then, oh, we got to do an IV. And then we got to move you to another room because now we are blah, blah, blah. So it did take like two hours before she got the epidural. And other than that, we would have had an amazing, right. like, sort of story, dreamlike situation. Did her water break? How'd you know? Or did she just go, I'm starting to feel contractions? So we've been told by everyone, including our doctor, when you get the contractions, they, you know, don't go to the hospital right away. It's going to take a while. And we just kept being warned, like, it's just don't go right away. Wait, wait, wait. And then the war- the, the telltale thing was when you get them, you know, a minute apart, uh, for 30 seconds at a time for an hour or whatever then you can go she went from oh i got a tingle to two minute long contractions every 30 seconds where she was on the floor like screaming oh god oh like this baby's coming in 40 minutes like zero oh, wow. zero to to that in 40 minutes and she she was like fuck the wait an hour thing this baby's coming like she, she didn't know if we we're gonna make it to the hospital and that was it. It ended was up not crowning by the time you got there. No, he he ended up taking you know overnight like twelve hours yeah. to actually come. That's what happened to us. But the but the contractions went straight to you know uh, go go down. Yeah. So um, did you have yeah. it? Was it scheduled as a no, C section? No, it was uh, scheduled uh, normal. And then uh, we went into we our baby was ten days late, and then. Uh, we went into the doctor and we had uh, this thing where they were testing the heartbeat and they said, uh, every time my wife has a contraction, the baby's heartbeat is, is dipping. So let's go to the hospital. And then it was 12 hours of must regular. Have been scary. Oh, yeah. 12 hours of regular labor. But 
You know, not the kind you can enjoy because you're secretly thinking like, is something awful happening yeah. that they're just not telling us because there's nothing it's they can do ter- about it? It's kind of terrifying. So it is, yeah. but now I'll say this. A lot of people told me that that happens to a lot of people mm-hmm. so that you didn't get too freaked out about it. Uh-huh. And so no one ever told you about that ahead of time? No, I mean, they, they, his friend. They Why didn't you tell him? No, dick? he say... was before me. <laughs> the baby's You're a selfish dick. He was ahead of me. He was ahead of me. <laughs> they, they but say... like, th- yeah. that's what I'm saying because like I had a couple, my wife has three or four friends that had babies just before us and they all said like this heart dip thing is more normal and they got to keep an eye on it but like don't freak out too much about it and we were so thankful to hear that because obviously that would freak yeah, you out I mean, really we, badly. while it was happening we were told oh this isn't that rare but yeah you just never you just feel you're just trying to the whole thing's overwhelming you're trying to read like, everybody's yeah. facial you know, expressions at the end of the day you're like people people don't make like things bad yeah, things happen really quickly yeah, yeah. so uh, can i so we did uh so after 12 hours of of that then they said, you know, the baby's not responding to anything we do. We got to get this baby out. So oh. now let's do a C-section. And it was, uh, uh, umbilical cord was twice around his neck. Oh. So I was like, oh, thank God for C-sections. Oh, yeah, right. You know? Did you, you ever watch the Nick? That was the premise of it. He kind of is the guy who kind of invents C-sections oh. to help. Oh. Okay. Because otherwise, baby would have died. She would have died. Yeah. Like, people died during Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, Spoiler, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Can't they can't they see that on a ultrasound or X-ray or something? They can. Like that? No, they can. I don't think you can see the cord. And also, you wouldn't know if the cord was in front. It would be messy. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. I remember seeing. Apparently, the, they can't. The 3D it happens. Imaging. Yeah, that's my really wife exciting. made us go. We didn't just have one or two pictures. Like we have more pictures of the kid before she was born than my whole childhood. Like we, every weekend she'd go, Hey, you know what we should do? Let's go get another 3d picture. Oh, that's and I go, fun. Oh, whatever, dude. Yeah. And some <laughs> Armenian woman in a weird strip mall thing. Oh my God. Would go, Come in darling. And then she would do the pictures and my oh. wife would get, we had so many pictures That's taken. Great. So you found a little glamour shot, pre, pre-born glamour shot. It's her shot. first headshot. Yeah, she's, wow. not, she's not at all. <laughs> so uh, here's a fun story about Eileen and Scott. After the due date, because you guys were 10 days late, yeah. after the due date, twice I see on social media these two uh, still waiting for the baby to come at the Hollywood Bowl watching a concert. And I'm like, it's, you're at the goddamn Hollywood three days Bowl. Late or something. Yeah, both times. Saw Dolly Parton and uh, Sia. But like, they weren't worried about getting stuck in that goddamn yeah. place, like with the traffic and the car parking and everything. She's and, like, a champion. Did, did yeah. both your wives take pregnancy well? Yeah. My wife yeah. did not. She threw up every day for nine months. Oh. Every oh, day. Both of them. Horrible. Mine loved being pregnant. Did she? You know what that to means. To the point where I'm worried. You're going to have another. I'm worried. And I keep telling her, I know people that have had a great first one and a terrible second one. Yeah, keep keep spreading those rumors. <laughs> she's not going to listen to a word. My wife, she's, I, she doesn't listen to a word I said. Before the baby was born, she gave me this book about French parenting. Oh, which we is got basically that. Some of a baby. 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 Yeah. And the, here's the premise. And she goes, here's what, because when we first met, she's like, look, I don't care about a big wedding. I don't really care about having kids. Both blatant lies. <laughs> Huge wedding, wow. kids right out of the chute. Wow. And so she gave me that book, and it's like, here's the premise of the book, is that you just live your life, and then the kid comes along with you on your journey. And you're, you know, you're a good parent, but you don't really bend over backwards for the kid. The first day that book was fucking torn up and thrown in the backyard, I <laughs> the go, kid what ate happened it. to that book? She goes, yeah, that book was a lie. <laughs> That's not happening either. Not yeah. a chance in hell are we doing yeah, that. Yeah. It's all about the kids, Jamie. It's yeah. all about the kids at this point. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, how was it when you first left the hospital? Isn't it funny? The nurse comes out and, and they'll like talk to you like a four-year-old and they're like, they check the car seat. Yeah. And I drove home at three miles an hour. This yeah, total yeah, stereotype. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to be that idiot. And then I'm driving home and people are honking at me on the 101 as I'm trying to get out of Pasadena. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't, we, we were, I was bracing for that, like not being let out of the hospital, not being let out of, out of the hospital. And then we, 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 they didn't check us at all. I mean, we stuck, they didn't? No. I don't, I, I don't know if we got <laughs> our car in the wrong line. <laughs> Cedars. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They got. They went and had the baby where you got the, the glamour shots. The glamour right, shots. Right. Oh, please, darling. Our, our fine. Go ahead. Do the drive away. Uh, ours was like, uh, like you, exactly like you described. And they checked it out and they were very nice. And then we drove home real scared and slow. And slow. My wife screaming at me from the passenger seat. Do you see that truck ahead? Five cars ahead. Yeah, I see the truck. You see, he's got his blinker on. He's going to go left. Uh-huh. I, I, I got it. I'm on. I, wow. I see what's happening. Wow. Um, for By the yeah. way, for two guys who date uh, and married and had kids with actresses, you're not, you're not really telling me how – they're obviously clinically insane. They're <laughs> actresses. 
don't pretend that they're <laughs> you're coming off like oh yeah my wife's totally cool and it's normal there's no crazy she's never gonna hear this well i never i, I guess my, none of my wife's crazy seems to be related to being an actress i feel like <laughs> oh trust me they're all crazy my wife's insane if she was an actress it'd be another level of insanity yeah yeah uh i don't know yeah I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like, I almost feel like my, yeah, with 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 my wife's acting stuff, I feel like that stuff kind of grounds her. It's like a good outlet for her. Yeah, it's a good outlet. I yeah. mean, it just gives it something concrete. All right, shut for up, her to Jeremy. <laughs> well, you're not going to like my answer anymore. No, I mean, I like them both Which is less. Th- that I had, I had the experience whenever I dated other actresses that you're talking about, and then the reason I married... Danny is because I she's not that. Are you the crazy actor in the family? Uh, no, I think that's where we we go to, together. Well, is that you, I think it's a little bit like what Scott said. We both have our weirdness that has nothing to do with acting, and we and we complement each other well in that. But um, but like no, acting doesn't make us worse. I will say the one exception is we made a pact. To never ever self tape each other for an audition because that about blew us up. I don't know why. That's she a directing good idea. you or something? No, it was. Um, she self she self taped so she's taping just you. even literally just trying to record the camera. Something about the pressure of this is an audition and this is my spouse recording it and I want to do it a couple of times and then she's supposed to be reading with you and then you know you mess up a line it's like it almost tore us apart and we just decided okay we'll never do that again and then we've literally never had a, a fight like that That's ever smart. again yeah. my wife can't even I've, I've asked her once or twice to like read lines for an audition and she'll read the direction she'll read my lines mm-hmm, and she right. reads them it's like it's like when i screwed up the laundry so that i never had to do it again yeah she just reads so badly that you're getting <laughs> the fucking lines yes. never mind you're not you're not helping me yeah and then i have to call a neighbor to run some lines with me yeah that's so yeah funny. that's i hate i hate running well because there was that and, and then there was the technology part of like then we'd finally get it done and i'd look at it and be like Are you cut off my head halfway and now I got to mm-hmm. do it again and you know and then all the same stuff which is funny because she's an actress you when think I she'd did know it, yeah when I did it for her I messed up everything and that's so that we just we just decided okay we'll never do that again and we've never had another problem so. my wife gives me grief like Christmas morning I'm filming the kids getting their presents like, will you just put the camera down for two seconds just put it down can you be present for a second <laughs> but now I don't want to know and then is. later yes. I cut together this magical Christmas thing that uh, this kid's gonna have for the rest yeah. of her life and she goes oh my god that's so amazing <laughs> I gotta send it to my parents oh that's so be-. and then she's right. like talking to her parents she's like Jamie t- Jamie did it he put this magical th- you screamed at me for two hours okay. <laughs> here's what I want you to do here's your assignment the next time she does that to you, remember where that is on the tape. Put a couple of them together and then do a compilation of her telling you this to, to stop shut up. filming. <laughs> if you can get three or four of them together and then stop filming. and then send that to her. Oh, that would be, be my a next fun. Tape. <laughs> That'll be fun. Hey, I got another compilation for you. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. She'll love that. She loves when I do Oh, she loves she sweet, that kind be, of humor. If you've seen my stuff online, your people would think I'm a widower because my wife's never she's like, Don't film me. Wow. <laughs> Keep me out of the camera. I don't want to be on it. And then invariably Later that night, she'll be like, maybe I should do commercials. Yeah, oh, Kate, that's what you should, that's, that's the career you, you should get into hate, now. You hate she'll cameras, see like so a commercial on TV and she's like, I could be in that. <laughs> Which is what everybody on earth thinks. Yeah, right? Right, right, right. It's, it's that easy. How was it when you got the kids home? Were you guys like, I remember, um, like, is that, kid, is that kid breathing? I'd be like, is that kid breathing? Is that kid breathing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's amazing how close you have to get to a baby's body to detect <laughs> the air coming in and out. Of and then you invariably wake them up. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I uh, let's see. What's the fun part about being home? Uh, I think it's all that wondering about where is it going to sleep and what is it. I did the it. it. I did the I it. Just I did the it. it. I did the it. And then you and have then, a little girl. A boy. You have a boy. You have a girl. No, I have a boy. I have a girl. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's me. I have two <laughs> girls. Two girls. That's how it is with parenting. You yes. go, hey, oh, actually, I don't know anything about your lives. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really yeah. worried about where my kids are going to get money tonight. That's all I care about. So his is George and mine's Sid. Um, so you're like... <laughs> They're going to be two agents. Because you know... Yeah, no, George and Sid. Uh, by the way, who picked deals. the names? Uh, I picked did. George. We you did? did? And she went... She was like, that's fine? Uh, yeah. We well, could, obviously. Yeah, over time, we... Yeah. It was it was like a term of endearment that my dad used to say like if you're doing something dangerous or stupid my dad would be like all right be Is there careful George. George no it's just a random name just George a fu- Beener. Uh, he would just say it yeah yeah 
Geo. His name will be Geo. Uh, oh, okay. You pick Sid. So here's the, I think on the list of names, first of all, uh, I agree with my wife that girl names are way easier than boy names. So she she told me that. And then once we went through this, I went, oh, yeah, you're right. Girl names are so much easier. Um, it's hard. I think boy names are hard. But when we did the little list, I think I came up with Sid. But here's what made us pick it was that when we told her mom, we're thinking about it. Her mom goes, oh, that used to be my nickname in high school. And then we're like, okay, that's okay. We're gonna that's name magic. Sid. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, so here, here was the thing. You're looking at it, you're going like, oh, I think we're gonna have him sleep here, and I think we're gonna do this. And then all of a sudden, the baby tells you where you're gonna do everything and what's gonna work and what's not. So that was uh, the interesting part to me was trying to guess all the stuff you're gonna need yeah. and where you're gonna need it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh no, that when that thing we bought, we'll never use. This one that was given to us as a hand-me-down, that's the only thing we ever use. Yep. The yoga ball is no. the thing that makes him, uh, calms him down. You bounce mm-hmm. on the yoga ball. All the other Disneyland ride contraptions, mm-hmm. none of them work except Eileen and Scott gave yeah, us yeah. A, yeah. a swing that he oh, he loves that. But it doesn't calm him down. When he's calm, you put him in it and yeah. he likes to hang and, out yeah. in it. But the yoga ball is the only thing that calms him down. We had the same thing. My friend had, yeah. he used to have to put the baby in the car and drive oh, until yeah, the baby would fall that. asleep. And then ba- I would go, really? He goes, that's the only thing that works. Yeah. We bought, my wife bought uh, eight different ways to carry the baby from the baby Bjorn to the papoose yeah. thing yeah. to the backpack. And we used one of them. Yep. She bought eight of them. I was like, "Kate, we can't. We wouldn't even use all these." She's right. like, "I know, but you're not." Blah blah right, blah. Right. And now they're all in the garage. <laughs> all right, listen. We're I, here's the deal. You guys are so new to this; it's crazy. I mean, you, you've talked about kids, and you're going to have to come back down the road and, and tell me all your uh, woes that you're going to have. Because <laughs> honestly, you don't know shit yet. I know everyone's telling you that, but you don't. Real quick, couple questions to end it. What would be a trait that you want your kids to get from you? <laughs> and silence ensues. Scott. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, don't know. Here, <laughs> Jeremy, I'll, I'll do this one. You can think. No, for you a go. Yeah. Uh, I value kindness. It, and I hope he gets that. That's the most important thing. I don't know that I've always been successful in my life about you know making that number one. I think when I got older, I do. Yeah. So I hope he gets that earlier than it comes me. with age. Um, but I, I hope, so I hope he gets that butter earlier that it's like, just be nice. And then everything else, you know, I, I see he's got that's the kind of answer out. that I was looking for. Oh, you just, you totally, okay. you I see, see. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a <laughs> good, <laughs> good trait you want to pass yeah. on. But I'm throwing out there that I, I don't want to be like, I'm the nicest guy in the world. Not, you know, it's, I know you know not. what I mean? I've known you for I'm a long a terrible time. terrible human you're, being, you're, but you're, okay. I want him you're to in the middle. You said some stuff to me. Yeah. And you said some dickish things. Scott, honestly, is one of the nicest he people is. I've met in town. He to, is. to a flaw, almost, where you're like, is. if they came to me and said, you know, Scott killed some people, i go, yeah, actually, that fits. With, that fits. <laughs> to, to the point where he doesn't even want to impose his views on his child. Yeah, he's so, right? but I think it's Omaha. I think it is a great place to raise kids. And, and yeah. I would also say that if he's killed people, he'd, I'd be like, I bet that was the nicest murder like i bet you those be, people he, had a nice passing yeah. they had He'd a be really like, Shh, this, be, i'll be gentle yeah this will only take a second i bet they were like well if this is how i have to go he would kill someone with even propofol. people he killed would be like you're so kind <laughs> as they passed yeah there was probably a thank you or two in there like i can't believe i'm thanking you thanking you for <laughs> killing me it's so weird you're such a good cat <laughs> Real quick, one last question. What would be a mantra that you would live that you live your life by that you would try to pass on to your child? Uh, I guess I'd like. I, I hope my kid. Uh, I guess a mantra would be like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> I worry That's about so con, much. Yeah, yeah such I nonsense. So. In yeah, life. yeah, keep yeah. it simple. Just, yeah. it's all gonna be. You're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't well, don't don't stay on anything too long. Just keep moving. <laughs> You know, just don't harp on anything, yeah. you jackass. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is that I I read this thing that it's it's it tugs me in two different directions. That they said that dumb people are happier because they just don't remember. It's, it has to do with memory and intelligence. So if you don't have a good memory and you're not that smart, you just go through life happy. I'll, I'll, I'll vouch for that. It's absolutely proven. <laughs> I used to do a big trying. bit about people people who are mentally handicapped. Are the nicest people we've ever right, met. Always a smile on their yeah. faces because they don't know how horrible the world is. I yeah. think. I think you're right. So I would love ignorance is bliss. Ignorance be, is bliss. I would love him to be right on that line of like not dumb. 
What's your mantra? But like, not so smart <laughs> right. that he's tortured yeah. through life. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that's would be yeah. great. We see them on Facebook where they're ranting and raving. You're like, dude, just fucking chill oh, out yes. for a second. Yeah. What's your mantra? What's what? How do you live your life? Just get the oh. fuck out of Riverside. I think yes. Don't go to Riverside. Oh. I think. I you know I I think I mix it with what I already said about be nice is probably the mantra, but at the same time, it's like uh, this is not gonna sound like it goes together, but also like uh, you're gonna be fine. Like just get over it. Both of you like, guys, are, you know what I mean? It's, it's gonna true. be okay. No, 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 no. Like because I don't want him to be the the kid that is like um, high maintenance and it takes everything too hard yeah, right. and it's like. Yeah, I just want them to be like, yeah, brush it off. Yeah, you know they what I mean? won't. None of us did. Yeah, no, and they we won't. won't. You're 40. But you want that. I know. Obviously we all you want, want it. that. I know. Them, I, right? I keep finding because you don't want them to be tortured. I want yeah. my kid to be right? confident, but not be a dick. Right. You know what I mean? There you it's, go. Yeah, it's crazy. So, all right, listen, you guys are gonna have to come back. Well, you know what? You'll be my once once every six months to a year. You come back and we go. All right, how are the kids? What's <laughs> all happening? Right. All right, we'll check. So it. we'll be your yardstick on the door frame. That's right. You'll be my the new podcast with our own guinea pig. Uh, big thanks to my producer Andy Lerner and my guest today Mr. Jeremy Rowell and Scott Beaner people can, what's the show you're working on the kid show uh, Bunsen is a Beast on Bunsen Nickelodeon and Nick.com and then I'm going to be on the series finale of Nobody's on TV Nobody's Land Nobody's a great show it's all Groundlings yes. it's on TV Land yes. uh, your beautiful wife Eileen is on Sigmund and the Sea Monsters which yeah. is going to be on Net- Amazon 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 yeah. Yeah. and you're in every other thing and I'll see you guys at an audition all probably right. up this week big thanks to these guys uh, Scott Beaner Jeremy Rowley and um, we'll catch you guys next time here on Father other time.